support for Coffee Table comes from Pier 1 Theater, Homer's Community Theater, supporting community voices. Schedules and information on Pier 1 Productions at 226-2287 and pier1theater.org.
Good morning. You're tuned in to KBBI Homer AM 890 and in Seward on K201AO 88.1 FM. The time is 9.04 and you're listening to The Coffee Table live from the Gary Thomas studio here at KBBI's station, downtown Homer. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And on the coffee table this morning, I have guests Mike Ilg and Maggie Wilkins. Mike Ilg is the, uh, well, gosh, I'll just let, uh, I'll let everybody introduce themselves. Mike, good morning. Good morning, Josh. Thanks for this opportunity. Absolutely. And Mike, you are the, uh, go ahead and give me your title because I failed to write it down before I walked yeah, in here. Yeah, um, I am the recreation manager for the city of Homer. Recreation manager for the city of Homer. Thank you very much. And let's see if we have Maggie Wilkins on the line. Maggie, do you hear us? Oh, looks like we're still muted on uh, Maggie's end. Uh, Maggie, check in with us when you, when you uh, uh, connect there and we will uh, uh, introduce you and... Uh, start talking about. So Maggie Wilkins is the uh, director of Parks and Rec in Seward, and she is here to talk about uh, activities that the city of Seward offers through Parks and Rec. And uh, Mike Ilg is here to talk about uh, programmatic op opportunities through the city of Homer. So uh, we'll go ahead and start the conversation. And uh, when Maggie gets uh, connected on her mic, we will go ahead and uh, uh, join her into the conversation. So, uh, Mike, you are the uh, activity coordinator for the city of Homer, and uh, you are responsible for planning all sorts of fun things, and I've got lots of questions for you, like, what is pickleball? Uh, I see posters up all over town. It seems to be highly popular. Uh, looks like the, uh, the sport of choice over at the, uh, the Herc Center, and uh, um, lots of other things going, uh, going on, too. I finally had a chance to look over the January calendar, and I'm just amazed and uh, delighted at how full the schedule is, how many different events you have going on. So we are here to talk about what kind of activities the city of Homer and the city of Seward are offering, and we'd like to invite our listeners to uh, join this conversation. You can call in at 907-235-7721. Uh, you can also email your questions to me at josh at kbbi.org, and we'll get that onto our panel. So with that out of the way, let's go ahead and begin. Mike, uh, good morning, and thanks for joining us. And let's, uh, let's just get an overview of what the programs are that the city of Homer is offering and uh, what, we should have, uh, what we should expect to look forward to. Well, thank you, Josh. And... Uh Unfortunately, this program is only an hour long. I could go for a couple hours, but we'll, we'll streamline this, the information because we do offer so many different things. And I think it's truly a reflection of the community. Uh, our mission is to really focus on accessible, affordable, recreational, education, educational, and cultural opportunities. And that's a broad, broad spectrum. So in essence, you know, being the only full-time person uh, I also am able to hire some seasonal people. I have Kathy Vogel on, on board for six months, and we have a tremendous amount of volunteers and contracting instructors to help deliver our services and program. We're primarily located at Homer High School. That's where the recreation office is. We have an agreement with the Kenai Peninsula Borough School District to use Homer High School, Homer Middle School, and of course the city-owned Herc building. For some, some of those who don't know what HERC stands for, it's Homer, Education, Recre Homer Educational and Recreational Complex. The city bought that from the borough for $1 in 1999, and the intent was to use that campus and that facility for educational and recreational programs. So fast forward to 2023, that facility is used every single day. 
But if I were to go back and say, hey, you know, what do we primarily do? We do a lot of recreation. And I think that's what we're going to talk a lot about. But I do want to highlight our, our, our classes, uh, Spanish classes, we're silversmithing. Uh, we are looking at resurrecting the community recreation inlet wind band. Uh, so, so when you think of recreation, it, it's beyond sports. It, it's about time away from work, time away from your obligation to be creative, engaged, and active. So that's kind of synopsis of, of what community recreation is. In our history is also, we are the artists formerly known as community schools. And I was the former community schools coordinator. And I've been in this position now. This is my 20th year here in Homer in this position. And, and I love it. And I love this community, and I love to see how so many people are engaged. Thank you, Mike. Well, let's do a quick check-in with Maggie to see if she's on the line here. Maggie, do you, uh, can you hear us at all? Well, it sounds like we might be missing that connection there. Uh, Maggie, if you, if you can hear us, I can see our signal going out to us, but I can't see anything coming back from you. Uh, if you want to give us a call back at 907-235-7721, we'll get you on the, uh, the phone if the, the Zoom uh, session is not working. Uh, otherwise, we'll check in with you here in a little bit. So let's, uh, let's keep going and let's talk about, uh, well, let's let's talk a little bit about the nuts and bolts first. Uh, so what makes the recreation program in Homer possible? So for uh, many of you who don't know, we are a City of Homer function. The, this program is, in my opinion, and many opinions across the state, you know, recreational services are an essential municipal service. Taxpayers help support these programs. If you look across the state, every major, mid-sized, small, municipality has some sort of a recreational program mm -hmm. and that's crucial to the citizens of, of these respective communities. So we are primarily operated through the general fund. We do charge fees to help supplement the cost mm -hmm. and we average between generating $35,000 to $45,000 a year. Uh, being in a, a, a one full-time person division, mm -hmm. you know, our costs are pretty low. And uh, as a result, that allows us to, to make these programs affordable and accessible as well to the public. We don't want to create a program where, A, we're competing with the private sector, but we also don't want to create something we're offering programs that are way too expensive for people because our goal is to get people active and engaged and connected. Mm -hmm. And accessibility is important on that aspect. Um, and so, Okay, so the city uh, general fund pays for uh, basically keeping the facilities functioning um, and uh, keeping what, one, one staff member? One staff member, and I have some seasonal folks. It's, it's a very, very small budget, but we, we make it work. We have a lot of volunteers. You know, in the month of no November... I had over 109 individual volunteers that have dedicated their time and energy to the rec program. Excellent. Oh, that's fantastic. And, and it's so wonderful that we have a, a community that's so supportive of things like this. I know some communities say they have a rec program, but, uh, you know, hosting a, a, a single run or, uh, you know, having a single location where people can go to do things is, you know, it's, it's a start. But it's nice that we have something that's so well-developed and, and uh, matured in such a way that it's got so many different facets to it. So uh, we talked a, a bit about, uh, yesterday we talked about the, uh, 
focus of uh, the Homer recreation not necessarily being specific about sports, but being uh, much more broad than that. And uh, like you said, including like Spanish language classes, um, other indoor activities that are not athletics. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, and, and actually I'll just dovetail right into a special event that's coming up Perfect. actually pretty soon. Many community members are familiar with the Telluride Mountain Film on tour. We had a very successful uh, interactive uh, ski and healthy uh, ski and winter gear swap in November. And we are hosting our second Telluride Mountain Film event on January 21st at the Homer Mariner Theater. We've been having this company come up for over 20 years as well. And that's on uh, January 21st in the Mariner Theater at 7 p.m. And we're selling tickets for $10 a person, a, a ticket, and those are available at the Homer Bookstore. And you can find the film list online at the City of Homer Community Rec page. Well, what can we expect for the films uh, for, the, for the film festival? Is that uh, films about recreation? It's about recreation. It's about culture. It's about you know, adventure. It's about characters. It's... It's amazing. It, it's definitely a f something you don't want to miss. And it's highly, highly popular for many, many residents. Highly suggest you go. I don't see all the films ahead of time, so I get to enjoy the pleasure of seeing them for the first time as well. But we want to continue this tradition. And uh, it costs money to bring them up, so that's why we have to charge a few dollars to, uh, to get, make sure we could uh, afford to have them come. Very good. And the dates for that again? Saturday, January 21st. Okay, coming at up. At 7 p.m. Yep. Excellent. Yep. And uh, is there a, uh, a spot on the city website for information, uh, social media, or anything like that? Oh, yeah. We, if, and I'll say this again at the end of the show. You can find all of our information at cityofhomer-ak.gov, and you'll be overwhelmed with all the stuff that we have on there. Excellent. Okay, uh, let's see. Looks like, oh, gosh, we've got another... Connection. We'll come back to Maggie in just a second. Looks like she's trying to get connected up to our call here, so uh, hopefully we can get her online and start talking about some of the events with uh, what's happening in Seward. Uh, before then, let's uh, let's see. Um, well, we've got a lot of events coming up in January. Let's just start working our way through the list here and talk about uh, things that people can expect to find. Yeah. So we do have a lot of regularly scheduled programs. We offer a lot of drop-in. Pickleball time, we offered drop-in volleyball time. We have open weight room in the evening, Monday through Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m. And we're really trying to expand these drop-in opportunities. One of the most popular things, you asked earlier, Josh, what the heck is pickleball? <laughs> and if you, want, if you want to find out yourself, every Thursday at lunchtime, we call it lunchtime beginner pickleball, 11 a.m., to 1 p.m. at the Herc building. All the equipment is provided. Just bring clean indoor shoes. In fact, the first time is free. Normally, it's $3 a visit. And this is a perfect opportunity to get introduced to what pickleball is. And if I were to describe it, it's a cross between tennis and ping pong. And even if you never played either one of those, you'll find that it's really fun and, it's, and you'll love it. So it's played on a court. Yes. Is yep. it like a four-square court? It's a, a smaller court? It's like a full-size court? 
It is, uh, I would say, I would estimate the court is about the half the size of a full tennis court. Okay. So if we actually have outdoor pickleball courts at the Homer High School tennis courts. Mm -hmm. And so you can play this indoors, you can play it outside as well, but in Alaska... Obviously, you need the weather to be really nice. Indoor is good when, the, when, yeah. the, when there's ice on the ground. Yeah, yes, and it, it is extremely popular. Okay. And uh, so we're looking to actually expand this lunchtime beginner pickleball to additional days, uh, possibly in the evening. And we also actually, to dovetail with that, we have a very strategic program called Pickleball Skills and Strategies. So this is an opportunity for beginners, intermediates, and advanced folks to come in and drill and learn about the game more rather than just playing. Okay. So there is a little play going involved, but... Um, you have uh, volunteer instructors uh, working with that? Yeah, yeah. Gene Parker is instrumental with these opportunities to, uh, to just her love of the sport, to pass it on to others. And so she does that twice a week for us, and once a month she does these really casual, fun mini tournaments, and she tries to match up people according to their levels and skills. And, and I'll also dovetail right into Jean Parker, into her love of the, this sport. She is also an instructor for a youth pickleball program, and that's twice a week. Unfortunately, it's limited to just 14 kids okay. for this program because it, 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 it builds up each week. But uh, we only have three courts. So that is always, always popular. And that is for fourth and fifth and sixth graders. And that starts Monday, January 16th, 315 to 415. And then there's another class on Fridays, 315 to 415. And that starts on January 20th. And again, all this information is online. But uh, yeah, this isn't just for retired folks. Or, or, you know, middle-aged folks, the kids are loving it. Homer High School, Homer Middle School, and even the elementary schools, they're starting to bring back pickleball into their PE curriculum. Awesome. And, uh, we, yeah, we lend their paddles and gear as much as we can to help them with nets and everything. Okay. Well, that sounds like a great opportunity and lots of, uh, lots of times to, to go out and get involved. Yep. Um, real quick, it uh, looks like we've got Maggie on the line. Let's go ahead and see if we can get, uh, get her on this uh, conversation. Maggie, can you hear me? Are you there? Yes. Can you guys hear me? Oh, we can. Wonderful. So good to have you with us. Uh, I'm so sorry, you guys. I thought I was good to go there. I could hear you. I could hear the station. My apologies. That's all good. No apologies necessary. We're just grateful to have you here. So let me re reintroduce you for our listeners. Uh, this is Maggie Wilkins, and she is the Director of Parks and Rec for the City of Seward, and she is joining us for this conversation to talk about uh, programmatic opportunities that, uh, that Seward is offering uh, their residents over there. So uh, welcome, Maggie, and thanks for joining us. And uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and introduce your program. Give us a, uh, uh, just an overview of what your program encompasses and what your purpose is. Sure. Thanks so much for having me on, Josh and Mike, for bringing me in. Yeah, Seward Parks and Recreation, pretty, um, for a small town, pretty wide encompassing. We, uh, we're in charge of several different areas. We've got uh, parks, gardens uh, throughout the town, um, several campgrounds. Uh, we handle some of the cemetery maintenance. We've got a few ball fields and pavilions. Uh, and then we uh, run the parking down in and around the harbor. Um, 
We run a lot of youth and community recreation programming uh, outside of what's already available through schools. Um, yeah, in a nutshell, that's pretty much our, our scope. Excellent. Uh, so uh, what, uh, what kind of events do you have uh, coming up in January, Maggie? Yeah, so January, um, I'm going to preface this to say that uh, we've just just barely become full staff in the Sports and Recreation Department after a year of just just the sports coordinator. So we're happy to start offering more and more. And uh, upcoming this month, we've got uh, another skate event uh, backed by popular demand after a, about a two-year uh, COVID uh, you know, delay. We weren't allowed to operate out of the gym um, for a couple of years there. So we've run a couple of isolated skating events and it, there's a very high demand. So we're going to do some roller skating this Saturday from 5 to 8 p.m. at the Avtech gym. And um, that is a free event. So that's exciting. Um, we also have uh, regularly running leagues going on. We have a youth archery league currently going on um youth archery and then open uh youth shooting and an adult open range and that all happens over at the railroad terminal here the cruise ship terminal it's got several different titles um Mm -hmm. if you're familiar at all with Seward, you probably know right where i'm talking about um that program runs tuesday evening the youth uh, league is open to ages 8 to 16 um, we have equipment here and we have certified teachers, so it is an actual class, um, and that's a fairly new, I think this is year two, a fairly new program. So that's pretty exciting and very popular, filled right up and has a waiting list for the next, uh, the next session. Uh, and then we have uh, the, open, the open range is that same evening and then adults at the end of the night there. So that all takes place at the cruise ship terminal, and that can be signed up for online. Um, we have, um, out of the Aztec gym, we run a regular membership program where you can come in and use weight equipment or use the gym. We have, uh, various scheduled times for different, um, activities. Most popular, uh, I would say right now is our youth open gym, you know, any open to anyone really, but it right now it uh, tends to be a large group of middle school to, uh, early high school aged, uh, kids coming in to shoot around and it's been really successful and great um that's three to five thirty um up until starting next week we had just run uh, the program three days a week but now that we are fully staffed we're excited to uh offer monday through uh, saturday so that's exciting that's the first time we've been able to open full time so to speak in 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 quite a long time so our new hours um, for everyone out there listening: Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. And that's a that's a big shift for us. That's that's very new. So that starts next week. Um, we have uh, senior walking hours. Um, that is Friday and Saturday free to all seniors, 12 to 1 p.m. Um, and then uh, for for now, thanks to our partnership with the Stewart Senior Center, uh, Senior Senior Senior. Steward seniors are free um, at the gym. So free to come and walk, but also free to come and use the equipment. Um, yeah, I just feel like I'm rattling things off, but um, you know, all this information can be found on our website, um, you know, cityofsteward.us. Uh, we'll take you there. Um, 
uh, backslash departments, backslash parks, dash recreation, if you want to go right to the source. And then, of course, the best way to find out what we've got going on is through our newsletter. Our um, sports coordinator, Jenny, does an incredible job putting that out. Um, and it's um, set up so that you can just click into whatever picture or whatever flyer you see in the newsletter that interests you. You click on it, and it takes you directly to where you need to go to sign up. That's fantastic. How am I doing? You're doing great. Thank you so much, Maggie. That's it's it's a <laughs> it's, it's wonderful to hear. Time. Yeah, it's it's wonderful to hear about all of the different opportunities that you have going on in Seward there. And uh, I just want to touch on something really quickly that seems to be a, a fairly common thread here is the uh, use of facilities that do not specifically belong to the city departments that are running events through them. That you've got partnerships going on with, say, Avtech and others to uh, uh, provide spaces for people to go. And uh, I have to say, from uh, my own personal experience i've spent many many hours in those racquetball courts over at the avtech gym it's a wonderful facility oh. and you've got oh, such really? a treasure oh, there yay. oh yeah, yeah. I, I lived there for a couple of years did you really yeah i uh yeah i'm hoping one of the many programs we'd love to bring back is um the racquetball tourneys that we used to hold um yeah so we and we have mel haas back on the team uh who is very heavily involved with that and usually it coordinated that entire program so that hopefully stay tuned because racquetball is one of my favorites. So, yeah, I, I'm really glad. Thank you for that segue. I'm glad you brought up um, partnerships. They are, uh, I mean, it's just words can't express. It is crucial. It is crucial. Uh, and I think I speak for most small communities in, in Alaska. Our local partnerships are how we thrive and, and our volunteer base, of course. But we just couldn't do what we do without the many partnerships and you know sponsors and Seward is a very giving town you know we we run into a lot of challenges but we you know we we don't really run into no's you know it's always a how can we help um so we do have a number of great partnerships one of which of course is Aftec the local college here Alaska Vocational Technical Institute or technical oh gosh I hope I'm not botching that these folks we've had a partnership with them um for for many many years uh and and it works out really well. You know, they have um, a vested interest in having someone, you know, run programs that their students can, you know, co join in. And then, you know, it offers a space for our community members to go. And it's kind of me, you know, um, in, as we're rebuilding after COVID and being out of the building for a couple of years, you know, we're working back into this. But, you know, once upon a time, uh, this was a great way for students who are coming down to get injected into, you know, the community and feel more welcome. You know, it was an opportunity for, you know, collaboration and working together and, and recreating together. And, um, you know, it results in a lot of, a lot of these students graduating with skills um, and sticking around, which, which helps us out a lot. Uh, we have partnerships all over town. We have partnerships with the Sewer Senior Center. Like I said, we uh, share a building with them. Um, formerly the Teen Youth Center, currently Boys and Girls Club is operating out of there, but we still, you know, we, we collaborate and partner with them to make that program um, successful. We work with the schools routinely. We have, um, we're very much tied in with Sewer Prevention Coalition here in town. Um, boy, I could go on and on and on, but it just, you know, the overall message here is you know your partners. If you're a if you're a community rec center or if you're a, a, a nonprofit out there, you know needing to figure out how to make your program more sustainable. Reach out to your partners. Reach out to 
you know, potential partners in your town. They're going to help you, help you stay afloat, especially during some, some of the harder times, mm-hmm. you know, especially these last two years. It really was crucial. Great. Thank you, Maggie. Um, one other thing I want to ask about, um, and before I do that, I just want to remind our listeners again that we will take questions from callers if you want to call in and ask our guests anything. 907-235-7721. You can also email your questions to me, josh at kbbi.org. Uh, so the other uh, area of crucial partnership seems to be volunteers, and uh, I'd like to hear about how you attract and uh, recruit volunteers and how they can work in the program. And Maggie, let's start with you. Sure. Um, yeah, volunteers make us tick. You know, we, we really couldn't get through some of our events are uh, really completely almost reliant on volunteers. So one example is um, our annual race, Pink Cheeks Triathlon, um, happens in May. That, uh, you know, I haven't, I'm fairly new to the role, but I was historically involved with Parks and Rec. It's kind of unique. I'm, I'm back after a five-year hiatus. Um, but historically, I can tell you that we it would be over 100 volunteers um, helping us to put this event on annually. Um, so that's a big deal. 100 volunteers out of a community of, you know, about 3,000, 2,500 to 3,000 year-round um, is a, is a big pull. Um, so it's crucial, but we, uh, recruiting wise, you know, um, we do our best to, to recruit via newsletters and social media, but you know, it's funny, Seward, uh, Seward's unique, you know, it really, um, tends to be uh, word of mouth and, uh, a lot of Facebook, but you know, we just, it's really word of mouth, uh, here. Uh, still and and flyers good old-fashioned <laughs> flyers hanging in high vo- high volume areas Excellent. is um, a lot of how we get the word out um and yeah yeah that sums that up I think. great thank you maggie okay so it sounds like lots of opportunities abound there for volunteers to get involved in all of those programs yes please yep we need some i feel bad you know i was mentioning this to mike we we do get burnout, you know, um, so new volunteers are, are more than welcome, and it doesn't mean you have to volunteer for everything, you know, there's different kinds of volunteers, there's your steady volunteers that commit to a regular schedule for regular running events, and then there's just, you know, the one-time, the one-off volunteers, so there's lots of different ways to volunteer, and, and not necessarily locking you into any major commitment, because we know people's lives are hectic, it's, it's busy, so... Excellent. Maggie, thank you. Uh, Mike, uh, I want to pose the same question to you. So volunteer opportunities with uh, uh, recreational events here in Homer. How do people get involved and uh, what opportunities are there? So my experience, uh, volunteers happen naturally. If they are really interested in a specific program or opportunity, whether it's a new idea or an existing one, Often at times I'll say, hey, if you'd like to see this program continue, would you like to volunteer? So I don't want to say we guilt them into it, (laughs) but uh, I would say that's part of it. You know, uh, if you really want to see, that's how pickleball got going. Uh, The late, great Bill Bloom was bugging me for a very long time to say, hey, you need to bring back pickleball, Mike. It'll be a lot of fun. I said, Bill, yes, yes, yes. Can you volunteer to do it? He said, "Ah, I'm not ready to do that. So long story short, there's a perfect example of someone who had an interest in the community who came forward and said, I got an idea. And I said, okay, work with me. So that's the same for anything else we do 
in our programs. Are you interested in volunteering? And then we can also evolve that into a contracted instructor if they really want to do something more in depth. And we could talk about that later because there's economic development related to that. So as far as volunteerism, it, it basically starts with an interest in a specific program. And we do what we can to ensure that they fill out an application, pass our background check, complete online concussion training, and just get them dialed in to make sure that they can represent community rec and the city of Homer the best, the best that they can. Excellent. So uh, a desire to see the program succeed is the, uh, the main driver to keeping people involved. Absolutely. Well, and, and, and participation in those particular events. If you want to do something, volunteer and make it happen. Yeah, and, and that's key. And it doesn't just have to be that one person. You know, we do have an army of volunteers. Uh, you know, the, the, I'll keep talking about pickleball because it's seemingly the most popular and big, but we truly have an army of volunteers that really take it upon themselves to decide who is going to open when. And it, as, as the recreation manager, I, as I have a great sense of relief knowing that they take that type of ownership and, and it's very, very helpful to ensure that the doors stay open. Now, if we had to stop utilizing volunteers, we would not have a recreation program mm-hmm. right here in Omer. That, that's guaranteed. So well, the, I can't be at every place at once. Well, it's a good thing we live in communities that are, are, are so well uh, involved in everything that happens. It, it's, it's definitely a, uh, uh, a wonderful feeling to know that everybody is out there and, and engaged in uh, uh, making our places just fantastic to live in, you know. Uh, you know, there's a lot of places out there that don't have uh, all of the opportunities that we have. So uh, having, uh, having something that's so well organized and so accessible is, uh, it just puts us in a great position. You know, I tell people why they, why they should move to Homer. Don't, don't move to Homer. It's wonderful. But yes, it's wonderful. It's mainly because of the people. <laughs> Definitely. So uh, we're going to take a quick break here. We're going to take a two-minute break and uh, uh, take a look at the uh, second half of the program here. And when we come back, uh, we will be taking calls from listeners. You can give us a call now, 907-235-7721. If you have any questions for Mike or Maggie uh, about any of the community recreation programs in Homer or Seward, give us a call or you can email me at josh at kbbi.org. This is KBBI Homer, AM 890 and in Seward on K201AO 88.1 FM. The time is 9.35, and we'll be right back.
This is KBBI Homer AM 890 and in Seward on K201AO 88.1 FM. The time is 9.38 and you're tuned into the coffee table live from the Gary Thomas studio here in downtown Homer. My guests are Mike Ilg, who is the community recreations coordinator for the city of Homer. I think I almost got all that correct, but not in the right order. And uh, Maggie Wilkins, who is the director of Parks and Rec for the city of Seward. Thank you both for joining us here on the air this morning. Uh, we're talking about uh, activities, uh, recreational opportunities, and other stuff available through city programs. And we are taking calls from listeners, 907-235-7721, if you'd like to ask either of our panelists any questions about events going on in your town. So let's, uh, let's spend the rest of our remaining 20 minutes here uh, talking about the upcoming events uh, that are uh, being offered in our various communities. And uh, Mike, let's go ahead and start with you and we'll just go back and forth between you and Maggie and we'll do one event at a time. Sure, uh, I have a long list of events, but um, I, I, I definitely wanna highlight, you talked about partnerships too. Uh, we're actually partnering with something different with the Homer Public Library. For some of you who don't know about this, we've started what is called the Sports Gear Library. If you have a library card, you can check out recreational equipment at the Homer Public Library. Okay. Uh, yeah. What's available through that? Well, there are sleds, balls, metal detectors, games. There's all sorts of different things. Okay. And, and we're looking at expanding that library of health and recreational-related items, too. So I highly, highly encourage uh, community members here in Homer to check that out. And uh, granted, it's not a programmatic thing, but it is a program with us, with the library. So we're very grateful for that partnership with them. Excellent. Okay. Well, God, what, what an opportunity there. You're missing something, but want to go celebrate the outdoors. Go to the, uh, the Homer Public Library and see if you can check out equipment that will help you on your expedition. Correct. Excellent. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Maggie, uh, to you, can you tell us about an event coming up in Seward? Yeah, sure. Um, well, and mentioned earlier, uh, but again, we are by, back by popular demand. We coming up this Saturday. We are going to run another skate night. Um, this will be just the third uh, skate night in over two years because we were over COVID not allowed to uh, operate out of the uptake gym. And so this is something that feels new again. So that is this Saturday um, from six to eight p.m. I apologize. I said five to eight last. Uh, last time I mentioned it, but 6 to 8 p.m. And um, and I uh, apologize, it is a $3 entry fee. And you say Unless skate. you have a membership. And Maggie, you said skate in a, in a gym. So is this roller skating? Yeah, roller skating. Oh, very good. Sorry. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Um, or inline indoor. skating, if you prefer. And uh, we're excited. We just got a whole new, we, we're trying to revamp our fleet. We were, <laughs> prior to uh, this, we were operating on a fleet of skates that were, you know, high quality, but about, you know, pushing 25 years old. Um, so getting a little dilapidated. So we have a whole, you know, we've been kind of accumulating a new fleet of skates that we're excited to break in. So that's this Saturday. Come check it out. Excellent. That sounds and like... then the following Saturday. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go, go right ahead. Let's get that one out there too. Yeah. And so the following Saturday, um, 5 to 8 p.m., we'll uh, split the gym. And uh, this is the second time we'll be doing this. Half the gym will be doing a puzzle battle, which is new for us. Um, we, we did it over the holiday, and it was wildly popular. It was a really cool 
um, seemingly simple concept, but just, you know, something different for the town. Um, so that's uh, teams of up to four. Uh, it ended up being a lot of families last time, which was pretty cool. Um, so it's a puzzle battle. It's a, depending on the event, it varies on the size of the puzzle. I think this last time was a 500 piece puzzle. And um, basically, yeah, it's just whoever finishes first, um, first, second, and third prizes. Um, so uh, we had initially run that in a, in a smaller side room, but this time it was such a popular event with people on the waiting list that we decided to open it up to half of the gym. <laughs> so that's exciting. That'll be um, uh, not this coming Saturday, the following Saturday, 5 to 8 p.m. And then um, again, just wanted to mention that we have opened our doors to uh, more hours for the first time in over two years. So we are doing five days a week, um, Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 8 p.m. at the gym. So that's exciting. Excellent. Uh, we, to, be, to be announced, uh, we do have a competitive volleyball league for adults coming up. Um, we just, you know, we just kind of filled out our staff roster there. So we were kind of easing into introducing these regular programs until we had the staff um, to back it. So stay tuned for competitive volleyball league. Um, there are a lot of people out there interested. Volleyball is very popular in this town. It's kind of the equivalent to Mike's pickleball, uh, which is something I want to talk to. I'm going to follow up with Mike about, because we do, we did buy equipment with the anticipation of uh, setting up a, a pickleball league. So it sounds like Mike's a good resource to get some tips for that. So I feel stay like tuned for that as well. I feel like I see an intercommunity pickleball league forming sometime in the near future. Right. Oh, what did that be? And maybe a tourney of some sort. Yeah. That would be so fun. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Maggie. Um, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I think that's it for January. Like I said, we were just trying to ease in. Um, just stay tuned for more to come. Very good. Excellent. Uh, Mike, uh, let's, uh, let's move down your list of events here. Sure. I'm going to do a two-for-one here. We got an amazing instructor. Her, her name is Stephanie Cortez, and she's offering multiple classes. Her first one is an all-level hoop dance class at the Herc Building every Saturday, 5 to 6 p.m., and that's $10 a class. She's also offering something new and fun, which I've never done myself. It's called circus conditioning. And that's Thursdays at the Herc, $5 a class at 6.30 p.m. And, you know, many of the classes we offer, we try to ensure that the, uh, they are very affordable, accessible, and many, many times free for youth. Now, youth, I can't say three to five-year-old or six, six to seven-year-olds, but mostly like elementary school and up. We also have uh, Dean Sunmark is continuing his ever-popular Tai Chi and Qigong classes. Those are on Thursday nights, 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. at the Herc as well. And it's $60 for, uh, I believe, a series of, of his classes. I believe it runs for seven or eight weeks. But uh, you could correct me if I'm wrong, Dean. Uh, and, you know, we too, Maggie, have a very robust volleyball interest here. Our issue is we just don't have enough space. Uh, we offer volleyball Tuesday nights, Thursday nights, and we're trying to expand it to Sundays as well. Um, the demand for younger people, which is a high priority for me, I mean, I've prioritized everyone, but uh, I definitely want to emphasize on trying to find more activity for our kids, for our youth, uh, our biggest challenge is finding the space and finding volunteers to work with youth. 
You know, we get a lot of folks that want to volunteer for programs where they're not necessarily in a supervisory role. So um, my hope is as, as Community Rec continues to evolve and expand, if we ever do get additional staffing down the road, the emphasis will be youth programming and youth programming services for them. That's great. Thank you, Mike. So, um, so you mentioned uh, Dean's Tai Chi and uh, Qigong classes, and I also saw karate on the schedule. Yep. Uh, who is the uh, karate instructor, and when does that meet? Yeah, Martha Richardson has been teaching karate uh, as a contracted instructor for a couple of years now, and she is also at the Herc building. Thank goodness for the Herc. Where would we be without the Herc? So that is, uh, you know, the elephant in the room or the elephant in the community. What are we going to do with that facility? But I'm not going to head down that rabbit hole. <laughs> We're just going to continue to operate with what we have for now. But uh, Martha's been teaching for a couple of years with us, and I think this is a perfect opportunity to, to let you know that community recreation is also an economic development driver. If you want to become a contracted instructor and teach a class to us, that is a part-time job. You're going to have a skill set, people are going to pay you to do it, and you now have an employment opportunity right here in Homer through recreation, through special events. So we can continue to grow on that formula to ensure we have good quality programs and good quality people in our town. That's excellent. Uh, now, I know that... Uh, um I know that Martha used to teach to all, all ages. What, uh, what age groups is she teaching with her karate classes now? My understanding is she offers a, uh, a separate youth program. Okay. I'm not sure what the age limitation is on that, but mm -hmm. uh, my observation is definitely at least elementary school and up. Okay. And then she has a separate adult class. And she's in the activity room at the, at the Herc building, and she's, she's wonderful. She's very instrumental in, uh, you know, encouraging us to put some mats in there and um so we're very grateful for her to continue to partner with us and we make it affordable to the participants again i'll go back to the essence of municipal recreation is to make it affordable mm -hmm. we can't and again we have to balance this out we don't want to compete with other nonprofits, and we don't want to compete with the private sector but in the end, the importance of physical activity, establishing connections and relationships, especially in the winter months in Alaska, is so, so crucial. Excellent. Agreed. Um, and very cool that we have the, uh, the karate program going in there. Um, I know there's been some demand for that uh, for, uh, for youth for the last year here. Uh, two years, really. <laughs> Three? I think three. <laughs> um, uh, okay, Maggie, back to you. Um, let's see if we can get two more events in for each of you, and then we'll do our closing comments. Hey, oh. uh, bear with me. I'm walking over to my next meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, and I'm also, I, before I left the office, I'm taking notes because Mike's rattling off programs that just sound awesome. And once we, we get our feet under us with the new staff, I'm like, oh, I need to reach out to Mike, get some of these programs going here. Definitely. Let's see, the next, I'd mentioned youth archery earlier this morning, but just want to put a plug in for that again. Um, that is a, we've got three different time slots on Tuesday nights for that. We have um, the youth archery class starts at 5, 530. Uh, and that is led by a volunteer who, you know, poor Mike, you'd mentioned that you don't have a lot of people chomping at the bit to work with kids. You know, we have the opposite here. We're very fortunate. We 
we have a lot of trained coaches who have young children. <laughs> and uh, so we're very fortunate. We get a lot of our youth programming covered by high, high quality volunteers. So shout out to them. And I apologize. I'm out of shape trying to get to the next meeting. <laughs> uh, let's see. Youth Archery Tuesday evenings. Um, the league runs uh, 5.30 to 6.30, and then there's an uh, open time frame for the youth to do their thing. And then adults can start coming in and shooting from 7, 7 to 9 p.m. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, let's see. Back to Mike while I think about the next thing. <laughs> Very good. Mike, back to you. Yes, uh, some of the other things we have is uh, going back to the cultural artistic component. Our Kenniger is a longtime silversmithing instructor. And this spring, he'll be offering a series of classes, the Introduction to Silversmithing, Lost Wax Casting class, and Intermediate Silversmithing. We also will have a series of different types of yoga classes coming. Uh, booty Yoga with Erin Briggy. And I believe we're going to be getting Kundalini Yoga with Anna uh, uh, on Fridays, uh, probably starting in February. And... I should also mention that we also have a robust basketball program, and we have an adult basketball league that meets every, every Sunday. And unfortunately, this year we only have four teams, but we're looking at bringing that back next year to be bigger and better. Uh, and we offer uh, open pickup basketball in the morning, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. at the high school for all you early birds. And, and it's free for students, seventh grade and up. And it's a perfect opportunity to get, get different community members here who want to continue to play but pick up basketball. And it's a great way to start the day. Excellent. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Okay, Maggie, back to you for one more, and then uh, we'll get your uh, closing statement. Sure, yeah. Um, thanks for mentioning basketball. I almost forgot. We used to have a regular league, but we're easing back into that. And so for our adults that used to play basketball and you don't already know, we do have pickup nights going on Thursdays uh, from 6 to 8 at the Aftec gym. So come check that out. Just membership or punch card for that, uh, drop-in fee or, or an annual membership. So come check that out. Excellent. Okay, so we are down to the last couple of minutes here for our show, and uh, Maggie, we need to let you go so you can get on to your next meeting. So uh, any uh, last words to share about uh, community recreation, parks and recreation in Seward, uh, invitation to people to participate? Yeah, please uh, you know, stop by. We, uh, we don't get a lot of foot traffic, so feel free to, if you prefer face-to-face -face, uh, over you know, calling in or hopping on a website, uh, we'd like to get a little more foot traffic in the office. So we operate out of um, the old library, uh, Kitty Corner from City Hall. Um, and we share a building with the electric department. So, um, you know, to the left in there, through the glass doors, come and chat with uh, any of the main full-time year-round staff there. Uh, or you can wander into Aftec Gym and talk to the sports and recreation folks there if you want to check out what we've got going on. Otherwise, please do visit the website, cityofseward.us. Um, and the Department of Parks and Recreation. You can reach all of our activities there. And um, just, just wanted to put a statement out there to the effect of thank you, everyone, for your patience. It's been a tough few years, and just bear with us as we slowly try to integrate more and more programming back in and always open to suggestions and, you know, just, just come chat with us if you've got some ideas or thoughts. 
Great. Maggie, thank you so much for joining us this morning. That is Maggie Wilkins. She is the Director of Parks and Rec for the City of Seward, and uh, she has been sharing with you uh, events coming up in January and uh, opportunities, and it sounds like there's so many things to do over there in Seward, and it's uh, wonderful to hear that it's uh, such a vibrant community and everybody there is so friendly. And uh, sure appreciate hearing from you, Maggie. Thank you both so much for this. Really appreciate you and, and Mike. Uh, keep on trucking. I'll, I'll be in touch about pickleball. Thank you so much. Thanks, Maggie. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, okay Mike. Okay, take care. Thank you. Uh, Mike, uh, last uh, closing statements here from you. Yeah, I'm mean, going to give a teaser for a couple quick programs before closing statement. Some of the things we're working on is we're looking at trying to get some birthday parties at the Herc building. We're going to figure out how we could do that. We're looking at a fly tying class. We're looking at very, very soon, Saturday's family dodgeball. Parents on one side, kids on the other. Everyone's going to leave happy. <laughs> uh, we're looking at indoor kickball, indoor wiffle ball. And again, I'm really, really hopeful we can resurrect the community recreation inlet wind band. And that would be at the high school. But my closing statement is, again, thanks for the city of Homer continuing to support this program. It's truly a reflection of the community uh, with the participation and volunteerism. We definitely have room to grow. We have room to grow operationally, physically, socially, emotionally, all of it. And I'm um, very, very optimistic. And I guess my closing statement, too, in addition where you can find us, again, city of Homer, dash ak.gov and uh, the phone number is 2356090 it's just a reminder of the importance of recreation it's not all fun and games but especially now coming from the pandemic and the level of polarization that society even our own community has been subjected to but we we are becoming a bridge for community members to come back together renew these friendships, renew these connections, so that all those things that divided us before go away. Because we can make these relationships that are positive, healthy, back to what Alaska's about, back to what Homer's about. And, and often at times, it's the medium of play, mm -hmm. the medium of special events, arts, music, all of it, so crucial to the survival of our society. And no, nothing like a little bit of physical coordination between people to bring them onto the same page. Absolutely. So. And we want, ideally want people going away from anything that we're doing with a smile on their face. Because mm -hmm. that's truly our product, the experience. That's excellent. Yeah. Well, so many opportunities in both communities. Uh, I am grateful that uh, both of you are in your positions. You seem to be doing an excellent job of providing uh, many, many ways, many outlets and avenues for people to uh, express themselves, get engaged, and uh, um, get out and get moving. Um, so thank you. Uh, thank you for doing what you do and making those opportunities available to all of us. Uh, my guests here this morning have been Mike Ilg, and before I butcher your job title one more time, why don't you go ahead and help me with that? I am the Recreation Manager. Recreation Manager. Thank you, yeah. Mike. Yeah. Uh, so Mike Ilg from the city of Homer, thank you for being with me this morning, and uh, thanks to Maggie Wilkins, who is already uh, off the call, uh, who is the Director of Parks and Rec over in Seward. Thank you both for joining us on the uh, coffee table this morning and sharing all of the wonderful activities you've got going on. Uh, for our listeners out there, no excuses. Get out there and get involved. Go out and do something. Meet some new people. Learn some new activities. 
Go learn pickleball. That sounds fun. All right. Thanks. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Maggie. And we'll talk to you again soon. My name's Josh Crone. I've been your host this morning here from KBBI. We're on KBBI Homer AM 890 and in Seward on K201AO 88.1 FM.